What's this? Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. The toils of yesterday fade once more like the crests of the waves. Leave the anchor of its shore. I make the decision to accept, then reflect. Like the phoenix, I rise from the ashes. Again, that's right. Waken up with Danny has returned. And this time I'm doing things my way. Yes, folks, this time around I'm going to be playing with the format a little bit. Moving things around. Keeping some things the same. Of course, some things just work the way they are. But I'm back. One friend, my buddy Steven Salis, said that perhaps now's the time. Now's the time for a little waken up with Danny. Because you see, there's a lot of uncertainty in life. Some things come and other things go. Friends enter your door through one life and then exit right out the other. Seasons change. Weather. Always changing. Yes, it seems the only certainty in life is the constant change. And you know what? It's okay. Because with change comes growth, and with growth comes evolution. I'm a big fan of the idea that some of the most terrible things in life can lead to the finest things. If you just uh, let the story play out a little longer, perhaps the ultimate intention of that terrible thing will uh, reveal itself in a way you didn't expect. So, be open to change. Don't run away from it. Don't, uh... Get scared. It's gonna be okay. Yes, my friend, we are facing bleak times. Scary times. A lot going on. But your life does not get better by chance. It gets better by change. Because if we don't change, we don't grow. And if we don't grow, we aren't really living. It was Ann Wilson Schaaf who said, life is a process. We are a process. The universe is a process. So welcome back. You know, I used to do this thing on Monday mornings. Uh, I think I'm going to switch that up a little bit. Maybe uh, just release these things kind of as I go along. Not really a schedule, thanks to iTunes and Spotify and podcast networks out there. I can just kind of float these out as I see fit and uh, you can consume them at your leisure. Not so much a need to put them on a schedule or anything like that, so just stay tuned. Lots of fun, exciting content to come, as always. Always changing. I checked, we still have a world out there, an outbreak of severe weather, including the threat for, quote, significant tornadoes, end quote, is forecast for portions of the central and southern U.S. on Thursday. During the evening and overnight, forecasters warned, cities at risk include the tornado-ravaged Nashville area, which is still reeling from a violent outbreak just over a week ago, 
Other metro areas where severe weather is possible include St. Louis, Louisville, and Memphis. The Storm Prediction Center also said a tornado watch was hoisted Thursday afternoon for portions of Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, and old Illinois, and Indiana. This means conditions are favorable for tornadoes to form. Nashville is in the tornado watch area. Turning our attention to the national picture, we got 44 in Kansas City, North Platte, 35, Des Moines, 46, Minot, 19 degrees, Boise, 45, Salt Lake City, 44, Seattle, Washington, 39 degrees, Billings, 27, Los Angeles, California is 55, Phoenix, Arizona is 61 degrees, El Paso, Texas, 64, Atlanta, Georgia, 69, nice, New York, New York, 63 degrees, and Boston, Mass, 55. Couple of bonus cities, Chicago, Illinois, uh, 44 degrees, and Tampa, Florida is 80 degrees. News. Lines and things, it's time for the news. What is it all mean? News. Lines around the world. It's time for the news. I'm waking up with Sandy News. Well, you guessed it, President Trump is expected to declare a national emergency on Friday afternoon, a move that would give him authority to use $40 billion allocated by Congress for disaster relief to address the coronavirus crisis. Cases in the U.S. have climbed past 1,700, even with the sporadic and spare testing, and the death toll has risen to 41. Mr. Trump, according to a senior administration official, is expected to invoke the Stafford Act, a law that empowers the Federal Emergency Management Agency to coordinate disaster response and aid state and local governments. Well, for weeks now, America's leaders in the public have been obsessed with one set of numbers. How many people have died? How many confirmed cases and in what states? But to understand why experts are so alarmed and what may be coming next, the public needs to start paying attention to a whole set of other numbers. How many ventilators do we have in this country? How many hospital beds? How many doctors and nurses? And most importantly, how many sick people can they all treat at the same time? You know, for those severely ill with a respiratory disease such as COVID-19, uh, ventilators are a matter of life or death because they allow patients to breathe when they cannot on their own. In a report just last month, the Center for Health Security at Johns Hopkins estimated America has a total of 116,000 ventilators available for patient care. A planning study run by the federal government in 2005 estimated that if America were struck with a moderate pandemic like the, oh, say, 1957 influenza, the country would need more than 64,000 ventilators. If we were struck with a severe pandemic like the 1918 Spanish flu, Get this, we would need more than 740,000 ventilators, many times more than are available. The stock market, the Dow, the indexes, many the monies and matters, monies and matters and monies and matters and monies and matters.
Well, the Dow, S&P 500, and NASDAQ jumped Friday, recovering some of Thursday's steep losses. Before markets opened at 9.30 a.m., contracts on the three major indices had hit limit up during overnight trading as advances topped 5%. The move higher, which extended into Friday's regular session, provided an at least brief respite after the biggest percent drop for the S&P 500 and Dow since 1987 on Thursday. Coronavirus concerns continue to drive market volatility, with the number of cases globally rising to more than 135,000 with more than 4,900 deaths as of Friday. The S&P 500 has gained or lost at least 4.89% every session this week and plunged enough during the intraday session to trigger the circuit breakers to help prevent further extreme losses twice. Each of the three major indexes entered a bear market this week, falling more than 20% from recent highs. So to sum it up with a couple of words, not great. He who fights with monsters should look to it that he himself does not become a monster. And if you gaze long into an abyss, the abyss also gazes into you. Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, and the word of the day. Ambidextrous. Using both hands with equal ease or dexterity. Or in soccer, using both feet with equal ease, a.k.a. two-footed. Did you know that the Latin dexter originally meant related to or situated on the right side? But since most people do things better with the right hand, yeah, I know I do, Dexter developed the sense of skillful as demonstrated by our word dexterous. In 1646, English physician and author Sir Thomas Brown combined Dexter with the Latin prefix ambi, meaning both, to form ambidextrous. Some are ambidextrous or right-handed on both sides, he wrote. The word can also describe the kind of mental agility demonstrated by one with multiple diverse talents, such as the ambidextrous leader who successfully works with a diverse team to meet goals. Miyamoto also tells her he's ambidextrous and can use chopsticks with either hand. So if they go out for sushi, she can sit on either side. Ben Flanagan said this from AL.com, Alabama, on the 5th of February, 2020. Well, Louis I, the Duke of Orleans, the brother of Charles VI of France, was born in Paris on this day in the year 1372. James Kent, an English composer, was born in Winchester on the year 1700. And David Allen, a Scottish painter, was born in Eloa, Scotland, good old 1744. In 1860, Hugo Wolfe, an Austrian composer, he was born in Slovenge, Grandak, Slovenia, in the year 1860. Roy Haynes, an American jazz drummer with the trio music with Chick Corea, was born in Boston, Mass. on 1925. Bill Cunningham, an American fashion photographer for the New York Times, was born in Boston, Mass. as well on good old 1929. And Joseph Mascolo, American editor from Days of Our Lives, was born in West Hartford, Connecticut in 1935. But people also died. King Christian VII of Denmark died in 1808. 
Henry Wilde, an English composer and conductor, died at 67 years old, 1890. Felix Schlocker, a Swiss actor from Frankenstein's Daughter, he died at 86 years old in 1969. What about Stacey Harris? She was a Canadian-born actor who starred in Doorway to Danger. She died at 54 years old in 1973. Al Rosen, the American baseball third baseman, the MLB All-Star 1952-55, of course. World Series 1948, hello, AL MVP 1953, Cleveland Indians, he died at 91 in the year 2015, and good old Hillary Putnam, American philosopher, dies at 89 in 2016. And you know you gotta learn something today, make your life better, the more you know. The more you know, you'll make your life better. And you know you gotta learn something today. You make your life better. And the more you know, the more you know. Well, today I learned in 1971 that Fleetwood Mac had to cancel a sold-out show booked at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go when their guitarist Jimmy Spencer simply vanished into thin air. He was eventually found having cut off all his hair, dressed in shabby clothes, and joined a cult called the Children of God. Can't make this stuff up. Every day is born a new hero.
an elderly man was sitting alone on a dark path. He wasn't sure of which direction to go, and he'd forgotten both where he was traveling to and who he was. He remembered absolutely nothing. He suddenly looked up to see an elderly woman before him. She grinned, toothlessly, and with a cackle, spoke. Now your third wish! <laughs> Wallaby! Third wish? The man was baffled. How can it be a third wish if I hadn't had the first and second wish? You've had two wishes already, the hag said. But your second wish was for you to forget everything you know, she cackled at the poor man. So it is that you have one wish left. All right, he said, hesitantly. I don't believe this, but there's no harm in trying. I wish to know who I truly am. That's funny, said the old woman as she granted his wish and disappeared forever. That was your first wish. That was called the third wish. Author unknown. And that's going to do it for this episode of Waking Up With Danny. Looking forward to seeing you right back here next time. And don't forget, change is everywhere. It's behind every corner. It's under every rock. Pain and suffering is unavoidable. So just take care of yourself. Take care of each other and soldier on.